Welcome to the Project Monumentos podcast. I'm Isaac. I'm Keo. And I'm Paloma. We are 10th graders at High Tech High, a project-based learning school in San Diego, California. Our podcast series, Project Monumentos, explores issues of identity, justice, and the role of monuments in 2020 and beyond. Over the six weeks of the semester-long project, we met weekly on Zoom with high school students from Santiago, Chile. We want to start today by appreciating our partner students and teachers from the Nonalastair Schools, Valle Norte campus. In this episode, we will share some clips of our conversations with each other as we discuss who we are and what we have in common, what our countries are making decisions and voting on recently, the role of monuments and issues of justice in 2020 and beyond. We are all learning remotely from our homes as we cope with the global pandemic of COVID-19. As you will hear, these conversations are in a combination of English and Spanish. We want to give a special shout out to the student translators in each group from both countries who helped us all to understand each other. Here's our episode. Hey, I'm Isaac, and today I'll be sharing our conversation on the election, who we would vote for, and who we think is likely to win. How are things on your side of the globe? How are the um, elections, go- elections going? Uh, well, right now, Biden is leading in the polls, but we won't know until November 3rd who wins. That's coming up soon, though. I know. It's, it's, it's really crazy right now in our country. <laughs> Cause, and I think even though Trump is behind, what happened last time is that the other candidate Hillary Clinton, she won the popular vote, so more people actually voted for her. But Trump won, or he ended up winning because of um, the Electoral College, which is basically like it's uh, it's like each state is assigned a certain amount of points. So California has a lot of points if you win it. And yeah. New York and Florida and Texas also do, but the the smaller states they don't have as many points because they're not there not as many people live there the more people you have the more um points your the state's vote is, is worth yeah, yeah pretty much and if you could vote who would you vote personally i probably would vote for biden me too because yeah i, I would <laughs> i would personally i'd say uh, i would vote for Biden because um, while Donald Trump has helped our economy at the same time, he hasn't really made any, well, he's made a lot of bad decisions that have costed us. Uh, One example of this is, I believe, when he, uh, when he removed all of the U.S. troops from, uh, where was it? I think it was from a Turkish, uh, well, okay. He pretty much subtracted our troops from a certain area where a lot of ISIS prisoners were kept. It wasn't the Turkish, it was something else. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And also, he's just done like a, a lot of other things that are just kind of, or I would vote for Biden because I feel like Trump has done a lot of bad things for our country in terms of like our standing in the world, like respect wise. Like I feel like he's made a fool of us a lot of times. And also just like, I think that Biden would, I don't know. I feel like 
he would do better things for like the future of our country because Trump has done a lot of things like he removed us from the Paris climate agreement. And so, which is like really, which was a really, really big deal. And in my opinion, like a really, really bad decision because now we aren't involved in any like in any climate change talks, which is like literally like the future of our planet. And also, I don't know. I just, I just don't like a lot of the things that Trump has said. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like he's, yeah. um, he's taking care of like the economy and like trying to do stuff for that. But in the end, he ends up doing more harm than good. And he's not taking care of like the relationships with other countries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. But the election day is coming up really soon, which is kind of crazy. Yep. That's a lot of stuff happening in 2020. During this first portion, you'll be able to hear students talking about what the monument that they're designing should look like and what it should really be about. Okay. So, uh, what do you want the monument to represent? Mm. Well, what issues right now do you guys think matter to you the most? We could just like make a list of ideas. There, there are a lot. Mm. Well, I think one issue that matters to me is like the environment and climate change. I, I agree. I feel like climate change mm -hmm. might not be getting as much attention in the like last year because of COVID and the elections. And but it's like and also very important. So yeah. maybe we mm -hmm. could do it like that. Like to remind people that climate change still exists. Mm -hmm. But uh, I feel like building a monument would kind of um, be ironic because it's because um, no, a lot of using up material and yeah, yeah, that too. Like, so nobody maybe we could do it like it. a digital thing, like it's just there so that a lot of people can see. However, I don't know how you make a how you would make a digital monument. You could also make one out of recyclable materials, really. Oh, yeah. Cans. In this next segment, you'll be able to hear students talking about what the most important monuments that we have are and what they really mean to us. What are the most important monuments that you have? I think some of the most important ones are probably the Statue of Liberty in New York. It's because um, it's, that's probably like one of the most iconic ones in our country. And also the Washington Monument in Washington, DC. And what else would you say like Gio and Isaac? Those are the two that I think came to my head the quickest, but. Um, uh, I guess the Washington Monument. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty important one. Yeah, I think. And you have one in Mount Rushmore, no? Oh yeah. yeah. I think 
Mount Rushmore is pretty important. It's kind of like, it's also kind of like a, a tourist thing too. Like tourists like to go see it. That's the same thing with the Statue of Liberty. Many uh, monuments end up being tourist attractions. Sorry, what did you say? Uh, many monuments end up being tourist attractions, mm -hmm. like the Eiffel Tower or yeah. generally most big monuments. In this final portion, you'll be able to see that students essentially have the same opinion within this group that monuments should all have something, some important meaning behind it, and that they should all represent something good rather than something bad. Um, what do you guys think deserves a monument? Like, what kind of uh, you know, people or events deserve monuments? I guess people or just uh, events that cause a lot of big change. Uh, for the better rather than for the worse. I agree. Like, there are a lot of monuments in our country for, um, for, like, iconic, um, or really important battles. Like, personally, I don't find them all that useful or, like, great. Most times people, uh, well, if you want to remember something, you'll remember it, or like more integrated into like patriotism but i feel like monuments are just a waste of resources how much value would you give monuments hey it's me isaac and in this segment we talk and connect over some questions about the previous weeks and our own lives for the following three questions, simply complete the phrase with your truest answer. These are meant to be quick, so just say the first thing that comes to mind. The questions are, one thing I learned about Chile or the United States, if, were, if I were to recommend a place to visit in my country, it would be, and then a Spanish or English word or phrase that is confusing or difficult to pronounce. Okay, guess I'll start. Okay. <laughs> Okay, one thing I learned about San Diego, um, I don't think we per we really talked about our city specifically. I did gain more insight into the election, the elections, like how you guys were living it, but I don't think I refocused particularly on San Diego. And so kind of a general idea of how people were reacting to the elections and all the chaos. And then uh, recommend a place to visit. Well, I think you can see a lot of stuff in the capital city in uh, Santiago, but other places I really recommend are the south because they have like lots of variety there and also the north because of the deserts and there's Lots of stuff to sightsee. Spanish or English word or phrase that is confusing or difficult to pronounce. Um, Constitución. I can go next. Um, one new thing that I learned about Chile is kind of like I agree that we didn't really focus specifically on like what are different countries like. So I'd say yeah, I learned a lot about kind of the different points of view in your country regarding the constitution and how everything is changing. And if I were to recommend a place to visit in my country, um, 
I really like California, actually, our state that we live in. Um, there are a lot of national parks. Like there's there's the Yosemite National Park, which is really really awesome. It's so beautiful there. You should definitely visit that if you come to California. And then also in California, there's Disneyland. <laughs> I don't know. And we also have really and we also have pretty nice beaches too. So um, down like more south in Southern California, there's more like touristy like sightseeing stuff. And then more north is kind of where there's more like nature type things, if that's the stuff that you want. And then a Spanish or English word or phrase that is difficult to pronounce. Um, I don't know if I have anything on the, off the top of my head. Maybe I'll come back to it, but I don't really know if I have something. Uh, I can go now. Um, one thing that I learned about uh, San Diego was about the U.S. It was like all the movements that uh, are and were going when we start talking in these meetings. Then a place that I would recommend, it would be the south of Chile because it is a very beautiful place with a lot of nature and a lot of, it's very green. So it's like really beautiful and a Spanish or English word that's difficult. Um, hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, I can go. So, uh, okay. One thing that I learned about Chile was that I guess there was that whole uh, thing going on with the constitution, but that there was people who didn't completely agree with changing the constitution, especially because of the violent protests. Uh, honestly, I haven't, uh, I've lived in San Diego my whole life, but there aren't really any places I would recommend. I would just say, I guess, visit all of them. So yeah, uh, honestly, I, there aren't really any that are super difficult for me to pronounce. Uh, Spanish was actually my first language. Yo todavía puedo hablar español, pero hay unas palabras que yo no entiendo. How come we didn't know this before? It has definitely been a weird semester, and we are so glad we have had our partners in Chile to connect with and to share this time with. I think that what I most appreciate is how patient our partners were when we were trying to uh, navigate the Spanish language. I would like to appreciate the fact that the students on the other end were uh, really engaged, a lot of them. They brought up some really interesting topics, and I feel like it was really interesting and fun to see other perspectives. I think definitely one way I've kind of grown or changed since the beginning of our meetings is the fact that a lot of our group's opinions kind of changed or were, or we were able to see a different perspective through talking to people because, to the other students, because they live across the world and so they have a completely different perspective from us. And so I just thought it was cool to see what their, or hear them give their input on current events that are happening because it's like two perspectives of the same thing. 
Thank you again for listening to our podcast. You can find other Project Monumentos episodes on Instagram with the handle at Project Monumentos, all as one word, or on Apple Podcasts under the same name. Thank you. Take care. Peace. Thank you.